I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Hey, here we go. Part two. Part two. So we ended abruptly a little bit on yeah. part one, but and that's okay. No, that's and great. And we may end up abruptly again in yeah, part two. Yeah, we may go to part three. Well, you never know. Yet to be seen. It could be crazy. So, Joan has been chucked overboard yep. by the sailors yep. and into the raging sea. Raging sea becomes less raging, becomes calm. Comes calm. Um, And the Lord... Yep. Enter our God here. Now, the Lord has arranged for a great fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was inside the fish for three days and three nights. Yeah. Um... And I, I would say probably uh, my first instinct was to envision a whale. Okay. Right? Because, you know, like you just think big fish that can eat a person. You think of a whale. But hey, you never what's know. That whale, what's that whale that's, that I think, is that, isn't there a whale that is a fish? We call it a whale, but it's a fish. Um, or is it a whale? Or is it a dolphin? Hmm. hmm. You did that to me on purpose. I did it on purpose. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, so I think I, you know, at first I thought of a whale, but like we don't really know what it was. It could be a giant catfish. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It could be a giant anything. It could be a giant any kind of fish, right? Um, I'm I'm trying to envision right now if the sailors saw Jonah getting eat by the big fish. No, I or think this is all. This is like he's like he's like drowning. You know, like he's so far into the ocean now that they wouldn't be able to see what happens. The sailors wouldn't see this, right? Yeah, and yeah, and I think there's so once again back to the layers. There's so many layers, and like I really don't get hung up on was it a whale? Was it a fish? Was it a like? All we know is Jonah thinks he gets swallowed up by this. Like, well, God can do anything God wants to do. This could be a one-time fish, it man. It's a one-time. Well, I know fish. that's what, that's kind of where my brain went yeah, too. Like, so it could be uh it could be a a, a purple and pink fish. Yeah, it for sure. Wants. That's what I was like. But I'm, I'm just it's saying, a godfish. Like, I know. It's like my but my brain was like whale, but it's not necessarily a whale. Yeah, it could be a, a just a fish. Oh, just big. Yeah. Yeah. Giant crappie. Giant crappie. So this giant crappie eats Jonah, and he's in there for three days and three nights. He swallows him. Swallows him. Well, I mean, eats. Whole. Well, I mean, it's. I macerate my food. Um, yeah, there are those hot dog eating contests where, where you just like, the only way for them to win is they don't actually eat them. They just kind of inhale. Yeah, but you've got to chew a hot dog. I mean, you, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand these contests. Okay, because first of all, eat they're not more hot dogs it. and win. It's not a hot dog eating contest. It's a hot dog inhaling contest. That's completely different. They're actually not eating the hot dog. They're just right down. I feel like I feel like there ought to be like a rule that you have to you have to eat a hot dog in so many bites. Ooh, you know what would be good. Mm-hmm. How about a hot dog eating contest where you can't consume more than one hot dog in, I don't know, say three minutes, right? 
you get a little sand timer, oh, right? So yeah. you you have to eat the hot dog in the three minute. It's like, but then your stomach's like, whoa, I'm full after yeah. like three or four, yeah. right? But you're like still trying to eat yeah. that. And if you don't eat the full hot dog in three you're, minutes, you're out. You're, you're out. Yeah. So you have to eat oh, it in yeah. the. It's like mm. the pacer test. The kids. Mm-hmm. It's like the opposite of physical mm-hmm. fitness, right? <laughs> it's like the pacer test yeah. that the kids do. Yeah. You have to run the length of the gym or whatever yeah. before the timer beeps again. Yeah. And at first, it seems pretty easy. Yeah. And then the more the farther they go on, a the, it's harder and the harder and beeper harder. speeds mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. and you get more fatigued, mm-hmm. and it all escalates into a finishing point where maybe, maybe that's what you do. Maybe do one minute for the first hot dog, fifty seconds, forty seconds, thirty seconds, twenty seconds, ten, right, and then you just keep going at ten until everybody's until you know one person's left. I like this, dude. This is a this is an amazing idea. We right. should cut this out and and then like do this. We should, or this could be our gift to the world. It could be. <laughs> found right here in this yeah you're right you wouldn't want one of our listeners to steal this idea and capitalize that's it. what i'm saying i would i would hey not if want... you're one of our listeners and you want to if you want to put up change a, the rules of you want a hot dog eating contest. yeah if you want to challenge the the nathan's hot dog eating is it nathan yeah i think coney yeah, island yeah, whatever yeah, nathan's, it is yeah whatever the yeah yeah if you want to, if you want to make a competitor get joey joey chestnut is that yeah his name? you yeah, get yeah. joey chestnut involved dude I just want to shout out. I just want to be like, I just want to, you know, like when, when you get like some award or something, I just want you to be like, I just want to thank the Layman's Term podcast for, you don't even have to say for this idea. You just have to say, I just want to thank the podcast. Yes, please do. <laughs> so then we have to be a sponsor. This up uh, always. Yes. All right. So this fish um, goes all Joey Chestnut on Jonah. <laughs> all right. Just inhales him. Inhales him. And uh, so Jonah's inside and three days, three nights. But uh, then, so it's been a minute. Okay. Now, do you think, now, do you think, I, I'm, I know where you're going to go with this, but I'm going to ask it anyways. So do you think he was in there for three days and three nights before this point? Or do you think like this next, you know, uh, chapter is like throughout those three days and three nights? Oh, you mean like swallowed up by a whale and then Jonah prays? Yeah. So then, so you get swallowed by the whale. It says was in there for three days, three nights. And then now we're at a part where Jonah's basically going to pray to God. Like, you, was sorry, that sorry Im- bro. Was that immediate or was he yeah. a little reluctant? Was he, re- okay, so he, was he a so little reluctant? And then like. Hot take. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm going to go with it as, as recorded. Okay. As, as written. As the story's written. I'm going to say. He was in. He was in the belly of the fish, um, for a minute. All right, as the kids would say. Okay, which is more than a minute. It's a while. It's a while. We're going for these three days, right? So he's in there. That's where he is um, because he keeps. He's running from the Lord, right? Yeah. He's like, he could have said early on. He could have said, "Hey, turn the ship around." You know, I'm going to Nineveh. Just kidding, God. I didn't really want to go to Tarshish. Take me back to shore. He could have said that, and maybe the sea would have calmed. He could have told the guys, hey, I just need to go to Nineveh. And they'd be like, hey, well, we'll sail you there. And that could have stopped the storm. Uh, he could have, but instead, he's all like, throw me overboard. Kill me now. Chuck me in the ocean. Yeah. Send me in there. Like, he was uh, ready to He's ready, ready to die. Right? So now he's like, now he's in there and he's thinking, all right, here we go. This is it. Finally, I'm going to drown. And then he gets swallowed up. Yeah. He's like, oh, even better. I'm going to get digested by a fish. And then that still doesn't happen. And he's like, okay, I'm in this fish. Digestion hasn't taken hold. 
I'm living and breathing and alive. Here I am. Now I'm praying to the Lord. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say this, okay? I I uh you know that I have a very uh fear of heights. Like, you know, like okay. I'm yeah, not yeah, like yeah. really like Super, like you would never see me on the top of the skyscraper, like looking down. No. Not gonna happen. First time right? I met you, you wouldn't even get close to a ladder. Wouldn't even, wouldn't even. I mean, I'll go a few, like, but my wife puts up the Christmas lights. You know, if it, if it's like up there, I can't do it, right? Um. So, but one of the things that we we did a long time ago. So, uh, my when P- Penny, my first was born, we had her. You know, she was a little baby, right? And we uh, we went to this underground cave system, right, where they put you in an elevator, and then you, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. go way, 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 way down, and then you go through this little cave, and there's a waterfall at the end of it. It's it's beautiful, okay. But I didn't realize I was claustrophobic until that moment, right? Like, so like I was I was all for it, you know. I was like all for. Like, let's go to this cave. I'm ready yeah, for yeah. this thing. And then I'm like going through the cave. And then I'm like, whoa, what if there's an earthquake and this cave, like, you know, collapses and we're down here and there's nothing to eat? And like, what, what you know, and then like everything. And then it started getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And then you had to like squeeze through this point to get to the waterfall, right? Dude, <laughs> nervous, like, now you're crazy. You're not a cave guy. I'm not a cave All guy. All right. I, I see Jonah this way. He was he was God all about finally got his attention. He was all about I'd just rather die than go to Nineveh. Yep. Right? And he's like, chuck me overboard. I'm off this train. And then he's in the ocean and he's like, Oh, I don't want to die. Okay, like like you know what I mean? Like I because th- because in his prayers, he says the, the gulfing waters threatened me. The deep surrounded me. Seaweed was wrapped around my neck. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. The earth beneath barred me in forever. But you, Lord my God, brought brought up. Well, sorry, brought me life up from the pit. Like he was like ready to go to the cave system and explore until he got to the cave system. Yeah, like, he was ready to just be chucked overboard. Until he was chucked overboard, right? Yep. And then, and then he's 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 drowning. Yep. Right. What seems like a long time, and God sends this fish not as a punishment, right? I think that's what's interesting to me about it. Because at first you think well, maybe this this fish is like more of his more a punishment for not listening to the Lord, but in in reality, it's a salvation. It's a salvation, right? And I think that's what's so interesting to me from it because I, when when I read this story as you know a younger person or whatever, um, that's the first take I think that I lean towards is that this fish is a is is more punishment. Three days, three nights, right? Like, you know, um, why didn't you know? Like that that seems like a like a pond, I wouldn't want to be inside of a belly for three days and three nights of any creature, right? Much less a fish. But it was a transformative experience because yeah. in there, um, Jonah's prayer and praise mm-hmm. um, for God's uh, salvation, God's mercy, mm-hmm. God's um, 
God's, God's faithfulness to Jonah, even through all Jonah's um, running and turning his back and um, trying to evade God, God continued pursuing him. Yes. And I think that's what took three days and three nights. So I'm with you. I think it I think it took three days and three nights to get to this point because he was probably sitting there contemplating, thinking about a situation, thinking about stuff, right? And formulating uh this kind of this Under, prayer, this kind of apology. Understanding that right. God's pursuing him. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of his obstinate exactly so i think it took three days and three nights to get to this point right this point where he um you know we've got a whole basic chapter of him of him praying to um praying to god um you know and slash you know kind of a, an apology uh like a like a an understanding of what happened you know i did this and a reinstitution you know, re- of his faith yeah and uh and then, boom, uh, chapter two ends with the Lord orders the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Yeah. And I think the end of his prayer is probably um, the most important, right? Where he says, uh, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed, I will make good. Mm-hmm. I will say salvation comes from the Lord. And at that moment, God commands the fish to yep. spit him out, spit him out, which is just like, yeah. you know, right onto the right onto dry land. Um, and what's interesting is um, this is this is one of these times where uh, oh, so I have a really bad interpretation of hey that's what we're here for yeah, we're, we're, we're here in for a nest. layman bad interpretation yeah, we're in the nest old testament new testament uh i look at the old testament as more of the vengeful wrathful god right there's 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 love and stuff in there too but you you really talk about you know uh this repeated cycle of um the israelites uh, following God, then not following God, then God punishes them, and then they follow God, and then not punish. You know what I mean? And, and this back and forth. So there's a lot of this kind of like revengeful, uh, you know, actions by God, right? So you can kind of classify. To me, my brain says Old Testament is you know much more like angry God, right? Than New Testament, which yeah. is more about you know Jesus well, talking about the love of God. Go ahead. Yeah, and I think I think where you're going with it is kind of like um, you know, kind of like we always we always reference back like parenting and leading children and yeah. growing and growing in faith. But like um, with like parenting, you you the younger they are, you have to offer a harder corrective action out of um, perseverance of for their safety and like there's much more they don't need to understand everything. It's very much it's. It, we offer these more direct, corrective. Right, they don't get the action. stove as hot when they try to put their hand on it. Yeah. So as a little one, you're grabbing that hand exactly. away and saying, "No hot, no hot." Yep. Right. But and a twenty-something-year-old is wanting to touch the burner. You're kind of like, mm, you, you know, it's hot. Yeah, and you, you can kind of get into the processes of 
of thermal dynamics and stuff, right? Like you, <laughs> right. you know, and you kind of reason with and, them a little bit. Yeah. More. And, and, but at that point it still pains you if they get burned. Sure. Yeah. But, but you've, you've but corrected, you, you've right. trained, you've taught, you've educated, you've coached. And now you're in that, that coaching relationship well, stage later on and that's let them that's discover where you're getting the into the later yep. scriptures of this coaching stage yeah of, exactly exactly and so uh but this is an interesting to me because it 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 is specifically jonah's per, is perceiving this whole series of events as not as a not as a punishment but really as god's love for him um and that's why he's that's why he's that's why he he's going through these things, right? Which I just I I find interesting. And boom, guess what he's going to do then? I don't know. Get on another boat? Probably not. Probably has not to. for a while. No, he got on dry land. You I know. know. Maybe he spit them all the way to Nineveh. That's true. I don't know where the beach is. I don't know. But he's. But he got so, spit out. So, but and here comes the voice of the Lord again. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh and deliver the message I have given to you. Um, that is uh, chapter three. The same, yep, chapter three. But the same uh, opening sentence God used before, which I was like, like I think's great, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, God, God, I'm, I'm God's gonna, like, let's try this again. I'm not gonna change my <laughs> verbiage, right? Yeah, like get in up. case you forgot, <laughs> get up. <laughs> In case you originally forgot what I wanted you to do, we're going to open with get up <laughs> and go to the great city of Nineveh. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and he, he's he got a spe- this specific message that God wants the people of Nineveh to hear. Right. Okay. Yep. So he, he, this time he decides. Denounce their wickedness. He's like, okay, I guess I'm going to do it this time. And Nineveh is huge. And, I, you know, like I would say that. If I was Jonah at this point, I'd be like, mm, do I want to get on a boat, go through some storms, get tossed in the sea, drown to death, get eaten by a fish, maybe a second time? Or would I rather just go to this city where they don't like me? I'd probably just rather go to this city where they don't like me. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Worse. Like, how can it get any worse? <laughs> how can it get any worse? Right? How can it get any worse than that? Yeah. Right, let's just go to this yeah. city. Like, it can't get any worse. Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> And you got to expect, like, I think he now fully expects God's deliverance in the situation. He's taking yeah, a well, he's, kind of a protection. He's taking right? a div- divine appear, uh, like uh, recognition of how things can happen. Yeah, right. Instead of his just strictly worldly view of Nineveh, I ain't doing that. Yeah, to like Nineveh, God's going with me. Yeah, he's got on the uh, the full the full armor of God Ooh. now. Here comes another podcast. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so he goes to Nineveh, very large city. Um, Once so again, it takes three days three to days. walk across it. Pretty big. So pretty big. Um, so, Parker. Shh. So pretty big city. Uh, three days. Go through it, and so he's 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 talking to the people. And he's basically telling them, 40 more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Be destroyed. Be destroyed, right? So he's telling everybody, he's like, look, 40 days from now, God's going to come in here and wipe this thing off the face of the earth. He rolls up in there 
and is like, look. Now, what would happen? Because because they said at some point Nineveh was a hundred and um, twenty thousand people. Yep. Okay. So one hundred twenty thousand people. Um, what's Kansas City proper? Like, what's like the downtown area? Isn't it about a hundred and some odd thousand? Or is it a million? Yeah. Mm, I'm trying I to think, think. I'm trying to think. I think our larger, greater Kansas City metro area, like all. Oh the no, stuff, I'm not talking I about know, metro. I'm saying like all the stuffs, like three million. Okay. But like, so like, what's Liberty? Um. So like, because Kearney is about twelve thousand. Yeah, I'm thinking of a more a town that's not as bumped up against other towns, like like uh, our our St. Joseph friends. I think uh-huh. that's like eighty thousand or something. 70, okay, seventy five right, so to it's eighty. Like Joe. You know, a little bigger. Um, a little bigger than that. Um. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think other towns that are, you know, like maybe Columbia is like that. Maybe Columbia is, yeah, like the 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 just the city. Of, yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got a. It's a pretty large city. One hundred twenty thousand. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it takes them three days to walk. Yeah, they definitely. Walk they it. definitely had a Walmart. <laughs> At least one. Yeah, probably two. They probably had. They had two. one on each side. Or a hyper Walmart. You remember those? Like the really maybe, giant. Maybe they ones. had a Sam's Club. Oh, you know what? Probably. I would definitely think they'd have a Sam's Club. Although they do kind of spread them out a little bit. But yeah. either a Sam's Club or All right. a Costco. All right. Nineveh has a Sam's Club and a Costco. Yeah. Wow. So big city. Um, so imagine this. Imagine being in this big city, right? Imagine being in St. Joe. Living in St. Joe. Mm, been doing, there, your, doing your stuff. Doing your stuff. And this dude rolls in. And he's like, yo, y'all got 40 days before St. Joe's wiped out by God. It's happening. And y'all know you're wicked, and it's happening. And they don't follow the same God, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, so it's not like, it's not like and everybody's following the same God, and they're like, "Oh, you made Poseidon mad." Yeah, right? it's like, like forty days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed, and like that's the quote we have. That's in my version. Like, that's the sure. that's the quote I have. Like, I don't know if Jonah provides a whole bunch of other context. Mm-hmm. Parker Ray, please stop. Forty days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed. So that's the quote I have. Yeah. I don't know if, you know, we can only speculate on the layers of this story. Whether Jonah offers other context, whether he rolls up in there and be like, you know, tells his story, right? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what I he would does, assume. like what he does to convince everybody, yeah, or whether it's so powerful that he's just like, forty days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed. Or if he was like, hey man, God told me to come here and tell you I didn't want to do this, and I'm still here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be telling you about this. But dude, but I just I got spat out by a giant fish. Yeah. And th- th- you <laughs> you need to listen. You got to listen to me. Like he was, did he use his- Maybe he still had uh, fish. Uh, yeah. Like smell to him and stuff. He had to have. You know what I mean? Like like this, like- You uh, take one of those things off a yeah. hook and you can't get the slime uh, off your hand. Yeah. So he's got all this fish slime on him probably. Oh, for sure. Smells like a big fish. He's talking about being eaten by a fish. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this makes sense. I would think. I would yeah, think. I would but think that's so. full speculation because all I have is a quote. <laughs> but I do know the people of Nineveh believing God's message, and from the greatest to the least, they declared a fast and put on burlap to show their sorrow. So they immediately repent and take corrective action to try to clean up uh, their act. And the king of Nineveh, here what here's what's going on. He stepped down from his throne, took off his royal robes. He dressed himself in burlap, 
and sat on a heap of ashes. Then the king and his nobles sent this decree throughout the city. No one, not even the animals from your herds and flocks, may eat or drink anything at all. People and animals alike must wear garments of mourning, and everyone must pray earnestly to God. That's that's uppercase God. That is that is Jonah's God. That is um, the sovereign Lord of the Israelites. They must turn from their evil ways and stop all their violence. Who can tell? Perhaps even yet, God will change his mind and hold back his fierce anger from destroying us. This is like a, a Hail Mary. Like, everybody... This is a 40-day Hail Mary. <laughs> yes. Like, that's funny to use a... It's, it's ironic to use a... Use a prayer <laughs> reference that got turned into a football play that's got baked into... This is the best part of the podcast. It got baked into idioms Mm -hmm. that you're going to return back around. Yep. And it's pretty, pretty good, wasn't it? Wow. It's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. It's like a Hail Mary. There it is. It's a Hail Mary and a Hail Mary. And he's looking for a touchdown. He's looking for a TD, right? So, um, when God saw that they had put down and stopped their evil ways, he changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction that he threatened. Yeah. Boom. All right. Yeah. So. So Jonah did it. Hero. Hero Jonah of did the it. day. Saved 120,000 people. people. Uh, and a city destruction. Yeah. Oh, you think of all the animals would have been lost. All of it. Total, annihilator, total, uh, total annihilation. Total. Apocalyptic. Apocalyptic stuff. Fashion. Right there. Yeah. City of Nineveh. He went. He did his job. Did it. Told. Told him what. God wanted him to tell him, like, God was so happy. Proud He's of like, him. Oh, man, look, you did so well. I'm yeah. going to spare the city. Yep. And now my favorite part of the story. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Jonah is mad about He's it. He's mad. Hacked off. He's mad. I mean, all right, look at it from this perspective, right? If I was like, Mitch, bro, I need you to go and tell, I need you to go stand up on stage and tell the whole church that... Uh, we're not going to have hospitality anymore on Sunday. We're not going to have coffee. We're not going to have snacks. You need to bring your own. And, you know, everybody was kind of like, oh, you know, and then, you know, and then, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know it was a big deal. I'll change my mind. Like me, like I was like, oh, I'll change my mind. You know, like maybe we should have hospitality. And then you're like, I just told everybody that we were going to get rid of hospitality, and now you changed your mind? Oh, so you think Jonah's Jonah's mad because he didn't get the full plan, God's full plan. He wasn't privy to the or else. Right. He just thought it was a... It was a boom. You're going to get destroyed. He thought it was an absolute. So, like, he, he, in in a way, Jonah feels like he was a liar. He's going around telling everybody it's going to be destroyed, and then it's not destroyed. So Jonah's all like, man, when mom gets home, you guys are toast. (laughs) Right. You're so you're so grounded. Yeah. You have no idea. You can't even I'm taking pictures of it. I'm gonna show her what's going on. You cannot glue the lamp back together fast enough. There's not enough time to glue the lamp. And then mom comes home and sees all the kids, cleaned up the house. 
everything's looking good. They're behaving. They own up to their their problem. And mom's like, man, I love you kids way more than that lamp. Than that lamp. It was actually given to me by Aunt Mary, and, and I really disliked it. Yeah. So thanks for breaking it. A, we can finally get rid of it. It was an ugly lamp anyway. Yeah. Right, and then and, and then you're like, "What are you doing? You're supposed Jonas to like, you're supposed no. to punish them." No, yeah. that's what. Okay, that's exactly right. his mentality, oh, man. Right, like he's just like he's mad. You know, <laughs> you know, he was ready to like see like meteors come out of the sky. Yeah. So and... he actually was like all self righteous, mm-hmm. rolling up into Nineveh. Like y'all <laughs> are doing this wrong. I'm gonna tell yeah. you. Yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah. what to do. Yeah, because I'm Jonah and I listen I'm to Jonah God. and I listen to God. <laughs> yeah. I got spit out by a fish. Yeah, even. I listen to God all the time. God protects me. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh-huh. So wow. then he's mad. Um, so so <laughs> it like starts with, all. but to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. Oh, he's mad. So he prays to God. He says, isn't oh, this- hey, hold on, hold on. I love what my version says. Oh, okay, good. So he complained. The Lord. All right, now now go with, <laughs> go with your translation. Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? This is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. Tarshish, which I guess is what, what his destination was. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. I love it. And all right, so I love, uh, I'm going to read my version too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, he says, he says, um, didn't I say this before I left home that you would do this, Lord? Like, I knew it. I knew it. This is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you're merciful, compassionate, slow to anger, filled with unfailing love. You're eager to turn back from destroying people. And this, uh, here it is, chapter four, verse three. This is one of those Bible verses to remember. Just kill me now, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> is that all you says? That's what he says. Uh, and well, then he says, I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted, if what I predicted will not happen. All right. Like, there's a cross stitch one for you. I'm going to add that to <laughs> Pastor Adam's list of things to cross stitch is uh, Jonah chapter four, verse three. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be done. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. The Lord replied, This is right. For you to be angry about this. Well, I don't, so so we're at a critical moment where we ran out of the sands of time. We did, but but we saw more content. Hold on, overtime. Are we gonna go overtime a little Which bit? One? Or we're gonna do? We'll do. Yeah, I think I think extended that one's a shorter version. One. Extended version. Okay. <clears throat> so. So let's wrap up. Let's go with this extended so, podcast. So we'll go. We'll, we'll just we'll just summarize the rest of it, right? So he's mad. Uh, like God, I know we're it's gonna. Like I'm gonna summarize much. it. You can pick out some verses if you want to. If you want to read them, but I'm gonna summarize. So basically, he gets mad, and he you know tells God, "Hey, kill me now!" Right? Yep. This is like the second time this dude's wanting to die. Too right, you know what I mean? Like he's like, chuck me overboard. He's like, just strike me down now. Yeah. You know, like what's this dude's problem? You know, like all the people. You know, they'll they'll talk about like evil can evil. Like they'll they'll refer that you know like people have a death wish. Yeah, and I think like Jonah actually does. Like he <laughs> wishes it a couple times. Yeah, I mean, just it just it kind so of he goes incredible. out to the east side of the city. I don't know what your translation. East side at a place east of the city, 
And he makes himself a little shelter, s- sat in its shade, and waited to see what would happen to the city. So he's basically like, he's basically like egging God on to do something. Yeah, he's waiting for Dad to come home. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know what? Here's what I'm gonna do, Dad. I'm gonna go sit over there. Yeah. And you either destroy this city or you destroy me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what he's doing, yeah. right? He's so he's 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 all huffy. Yep. He's like marching out of the city and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna build a little show. I'm gonna sit right here. I'm gonna see what you're gonna do, Dad. So okay? and the Lord arranged for a leafy plant to grow there. And soon it spread its broad leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort. And Jonah was very grateful for the plant. The plant. <laughs> This magical beanstalk sprouts up out of nowhere. I I could just see him sitting on this just rock. And here comes this plant. Yeah. He's shading. Baking out there. I mean, but here's here's the thing. Do you you think think that he knew the plant came from God? I think the plant sprung up so miraculously. You would have to think. You'd you'd be like, you'd have to believe that. Really dense. Which, maybe Which he is. Jonah is right. So I mean, that's kind of the point, okay. right? Because he was happy about the plant. Yeah, exactly. Right. He was so. But he doesn't thank he was God so at this point, right? So like grateful. he doesn't. He doesn't like you know. Oh, thanks God for making this plant. While I sit here and stew, like he's still mad. Yeah. But he's like, well, at least I got shade. Yeah. While I'm mad. Yeah. Okay. It's All like right. it's like. Uh, it's like you're going to run away from home, right? You're so mad. You're like four years old, and I'm so mad. I'm going to run away. And your mom's like, here, let me pack you a sandwich. <laughs> you're like, thanks. Give me the sandwich. You know, because she knows you're not going to make it far. <laughs> Is that four? I don't know. I think you have only like five or six. What? When you run away? <laughs> yeah. Okay. When you have thoughts of running away, I guess. I'm out of here, man. I'm out of here. I'm make- so mad. Can I have a sandwich? Can I have a sandwich? Mom, it's really hot outside. All right. Can, can so, you sunscreen me too? I yeah, please. Sunburn. Please use the SPF 50. I might be gone a long, long time. time. So right. when the, when, uh, okay, so got this nice leafy, le- yep. leafy plant. But God also arranged for a worm that ate the plant so that it withered. So when the sun rose, God provided a scorching east wind and the sun blazed on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. So this is what I love. This goes back to the, the vengeful, wrathful God, okay. right? Like, or oh, t- you want to see what I'm going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a really nice day. Here's this plant that'll shade you and make you feel really good. Oh, you're happy about the plant. Great. Now I'm going to give you this worm that's going to eat the plant and then I'm going to make it really stupidly hot. Yep. So... uh <laughs> Hold on. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished, what he wished for? To die. Wished to die. Again, wishing to die. But he has a quote to go with it. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. (laughs) Is that that a a cross stitch? (laughs) A Hall of Fame. You get get your grandma on a cross stitch. A Hall of Fame cross stitch. Death is certainly better than living like this, Jonah. (laughs) Uh, But God said to Jonah... Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? It is, Jonah said. I'm so angry, I wish I were dead. Again. Again. Like, he's just, like, wanting to die. Like, he's got a death wish. He's so angry. He's so mad. But the Lord said, you have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. 
It sprang up overnight and died overnight. As should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh, which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell the right hand from the left, and also so many animals. That's sure. what my version says. Yep, mine says... Uh, Go from uh, But Nineveh, Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness. Yeah. Not well, to mention all those animals. So see, not hey, to mention the animals. Hey, but there's that's a good one for you there. Like yeah. that's another little tidbit takeaway. Like, like not to mention I will, the animals. I will concede to all you dog people out there. <laughs> no, God loves no, your dogs. Stop. He's right no. there. Not to mention, he even mentions them. I think he was more worried about the sheep and he, the goats. That's true. Um, the, but shouldn't I feel sorry kingdom. for such a great city? Yeah. So basically, basically, this is my interpretation, yep. okay, as a, as a lay person. Yo, of course. There's no other way to for us to interpret it. That That he's basically pointing out to Jonah that he saw something and was grateful for it, this plant. But he didn't do anything to, yeah. like, make it grow or you keep it, you know, or whatever. He just, like, experienced the plant and now the plant's dead and he's mad about it, right? Okay. But what he's saying is you did the same thing with the city. You went in, you experienced it, but you did nothing to help it grow. You did nothing to help build it. You didn't help. You know what I mean? So why why should we just – why do you want to get rid of it? When you haven't, you have no, you have no authority over it, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I think that's a really great example. And I could be completely wrong, or I'm completely right, and this is great. Um, I think that's a great kind of example of, uh, and I'm trying to think of a time, but I know it happens when you get mad about something that's totally not in your control. Yeah, right. Like when you're when you're. Um, the weather, the weather, you know, like whatever, right? You, you just, you just get so amped up about it, but it's not under your control. You have nothing to do with it. So why are you so mad about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that's what he's trying to say is like, look, d- bro, I sent you here just to deliver my message. You got nothing to do with it. You, you don't have a dog in this fight. Yeah. Right, like you, you just delivered the message. Thank you for doing that, and you can go home now. Yeah. Let me deal with this. Job well done. Yeah. Well, well, see you later. See you later. And what we don't know, love. I mean, I. <laughs> this has been my favorite. I've really enjoyed this. And uh, God ends it with a question: Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? And the animals. Yeah, and Jonah's just sitting there. Arms crossed, pouting, just frowny face, right? <laughs> just frowny face, and we don't know. We don't know. Do, do. We know is the city's not destroyed. Yeah, those people are saved. Mm-hmm. They've repented. They've turned away. Nineveh might be the, the just the best city ever. After this, yeah, just need a little jump start. Yeah. And maybe Jonah finally finishes pouting, goes down there and gets a sweet gig for the king. Like yeah, just I don't know. part of a like a like I mean, he's, he's a prophet a, at this point, yeah, right? He's so, a consult, right? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But we don't know. <laughs> um, I wonder how many times in the future after this he wished for death. <laughs>
I want to get a tally. Yeah, I just, I just find it, I just find it, um, I find it amazing. Now, if you, so we're running out of the extended version. Yep. So, if you had to pick, and it's hard because there's a lot of different messages in here, but if you had to pick the main message from Jonah, like the main. Here's the take. Here's your take. Here's Here's your your hot takeaway from Mitch after going through Jonah in a two-part podcast series. Mm. You're not in control. God is. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Um. Yeah. I would. Yeah. That's my hot take. I would. uh, You're not in control. You're not in control. You're not. Nope. Yeah. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can control. Yeah. You're not in control. Big fish. Raging seas. Destruction of a giant city. Ninevites. Worms. Yeah. I would kinda I would kinda say that's a good one. I would I would also say um kind of to that same point is that God's God's plan you have no clue what God's plan is leading to. And so instead of questioning or being angry about God's plan when it doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Do the part you're asked to do. Do the part that you're asked to do because you're be a be a part of God's plan. Don't be against God's plan. And don't be angry at it. Boom. That's it. That's it. Estos todos. Thanks, guys. Later. <laughs>